Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, personal besties. Welcome back to Live Your Personal Best. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, and today I am bringing you an episode of reading from my book, Elite to Everyday Athlete. If you don't know what that is, that is my book that published this summer, taking you from how to go from looking at your workout routine and being healthy from an athletic lens and a competition lens to, okay, how can that fit into my everyday life? How can this be sustainable when I'm no longer a competing athlete? And I love this chapter that I'll be reading today. It's called The Never-Ending Off-Season, and it tackles the question that comes up probably the most from former athletes. It's how do I start with a new workout plan? Because the thing is, when you are a former athlete and you want to keep staying in shape or reset and restart, it doesn't look the same as if you were just going into another workout program, you actually have to change how your mindset works around fitness, how you approach it, kind of acknowledge what's going on in your life and, you know, what losing sports means to you. And so I absolutely love this chapter. It is chapter one from the book, you know, really sets the scene for what former athletes are going through. And even if you are not in this space where you are a former athlete, I think that just getting this different perspective on fitness and on a workout routine will be really beneficial for you too. So if you like this episode, if you like this podcast, I know that you will love this book. So go check it out. It's available on Amazon, on Barnes and Nobles, available on my website. So the link is right down below, but it's Elite to Everyday Athlete, Nine Steps to Getting Off the Sidelines of Life. And with that, let's get started. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Chapter 1, The Never-Ending Off-Season. After taking a month off from all exercise and transitioning to a corporate job in New York City, I began questioning my self-worth on an hourly basis. My corporate desk job just didn't give me the same high as slamming down a weight or sprinting through the line. Hilary Lemonick, Division I Lacrosse. What is athletic retirement? It's an off-season without a return date. Just like the beginning of any other off-season, this is the time to relax and recover. Most athletes retire at the end of a season. At this point, the competition has reached its peak intensity, other areas of an athlete's life have been placed on the back burner, and their energy level is running on empty. The athlete's body is tired from being pushed seven days a week, and their emotions have been tested. Most athletes want and very much deserve the physical and mental break from a training routine. The fatigue can often be as much psychological as physical. J.J. Clark, a track and cross-country coach at the University of Tennessee, talked about the transition his elite athletes go through. The training is very stressful. They need a mental break. They don't want to have to worry about what time they get up at or what they eat. 
a lot of them, after long careers, just say, that's it. After having a strict structure around a routine and workout schedule, it's nice to have that break. This is a break to heal old injuries and pay attention to the areas of an athlete's life neglected during competition training. But after the break, when there's no more coaches, it can be difficult to find motivation to pick up any exercise again. When I first left rowing, I loved not having to work out. I was always a naturally active person, so I thought when the time was right, I would pick up right where I left off, working out most days of the week. However, a few weeks turned into a few months, and before I knew it, I became the person Googling how to get in shape. I joined the closest gym to my new apartment, went the first day, and that was it. I tried convincing myself to go, but I just couldn't. There was no attendance, no added punishment for being late, no teammates to push me through, no trainer to instruct what to do. The gym was somewhere I used to feel comfortable, but now it was a mix of overwhelm and sadness for missing something I wouldn't be able to find again. Not only was I not motivated, but I started looking down on myself for not going to the gym. So much of my worth was in the image I had of myself being an athlete, in shape, working out, and always caring about my health. I felt less valuable now. I was no longer the same image I had of myself. Can you really call yourself an athlete if you haven't been to the gym in three months? Rest is important. Even though I was fighting this battle internally and felt alone, it's something most athletes face when leaving sports. Former NCAA volleyball champion Victoria Garrick found that when she retired, she no longer had the motivation to train. She described her transition in a YouTube video. I was always working out. I had a coach. I had a team. I was pushing my body to its limits. And now I don't have to do that. So I didn't want to do that. Victoria had been an athlete her entire life and spent years pushing her body to its limits. She knew how to train well, she won NCAA volleyball championships after all, but now that it wasn't a part of her job, she didn't want to do any of it anymore. The things that motivate an athlete to train, the medals, records, adrenaline, and competition aren't there in the real world. When an athlete trains at the top standard they have set for themselves, anything less feels like just that. Less. When Victoria was done competing, she saw some of her non-athlete friends going to group fitness classes like SoulCycle and Core Power Yoga. She says, I just thought I trained so much more intensely. None of this was even worth doing. There is no way to simulate the workouts of my standard because I didn't have an Olympic lifting set and have a gym and all the resources available for me anymore. She admits that at the time, she thought she was too good for standard group fitness workouts. She was holding herself to the same standard she had while competing for a national title. The combination of no more motivation to continue the same training along with a lack of resources, led her to take a break from working out completely. However, the rest was needed, and she was eventually able to pick up working out again. Victoria found a healthy balance between rest and exercise after taking a few months completely without exercise. She slowly started incorporating movement again by trying dance classes and yoga. It's fun to try different things because now you can move your body in a way that makes you happy, she said. Luckily, Victoria was able to find another form of exercise that she was excited to do again. The issue with this period of rest is that it can be hard to recognize when to transition out of it. Although rest is necessary, as in the beginning of any off-season, this one's different. This off-season never stops. Retired athletes never return to in-season athletes again. An athlete needs rest, but they also need a healthy relationship with exercise. This will help prevent them from burnout or, on the other side of the spectrum, inactivity. I think we all know a story of a former athlete who used to be in the best shape of their life, 
only to never touch gym equipment again. Too much rest. The reason we all know a story like this is because it's very common. Research shows that there's no significant difference in exercise patterns between former athletes and non-athletes. Both are equally likely to become couch potatoes. Whether someone was a star athlete breaking records or never made it out of Little League Baseball, their past doesn't dictate their future workout routine. This isn't necessarily a bad thing. After prioritizing sports for so long, it might be time for a change. Especially if transitioning to another phase of life, an athlete might need to put their focus somewhere else. But athletes should be aware of this finding. Just because they're a star athlete and disciplined to wake up at 6 a.m. on Saturdays for four years doesn't mean this will translate into life afterwards. When speaking to Julianne O'Connell, one of my friends who's a former three-sport athlete, she said she also struggled to pick up a workout routine after retirement. While in school, she played a different sport with each season and was a varsity basketball, soccer, and lacrosse player. Her typical off-season training was to play the next season's sport. This is not what many would consider a time of rest. Julianne did this all four years, and after she graduated high school, she quit competitive sports. Like many athletes, Julianne took a complete break from sports. This gave her time to focus on adjusting to a new school, making friends outside of athletics, and learning what life was like without sports. After a few months, she decided to try working out again. Julianne recalled, I tried to do intramurals, but it wasn't the same. I had played competitive sports throughout my entire life, and these people were like, let's have fun. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to play sports for fun. I played to compete. This is a mindset in which a lot of athletes get stuck. As we saw in Victoria's case, she was used to training intensely and couldn't break that barrier for a while. Julianne struggled with how to play her sport as a pickup game just for fun. Since the friendly pickup games weren't suiting her, Julianne tried to find a more competitive way to keep playing basketball. She said, I started a club basketball team in college and I made it as competitive as I could. I also realized that we had other things going on. We had friends, we had school, we had work commitments. Julianne recognized her life was no longer centered around sports. Instead of dropping everything to travel for a game, she now had other priorities she had to balance out. This left her in the same spot that it leaves many former athletes, no more active than their non-sporty counterparts. Expert Dr. Erin Reisdeck has a background in both living and studying this subject. She was a field hockey goalkeeper in college and is now an assistant professor in the Department of Kinesiology at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. There is an assumption that athletes know how to be active, has always been active, and therefore will always be active, but the evidence suggests that that's not necessarily the case, Dr. Rysek said in the UNCG Research Magazine. Priorities change and former athletes turn their focus towards finding a job, starting a family, or pursuing new opportunities. Since athletes don't have balance while competing, it can be difficult to figure out when they have freedom of choice. They're used to dropping everything to dedicate time, money, and more to their goals. When new priorities come in the way, one of the things that they might drop is working out. At this point in adapting to life after sport, the benefits of exercise should not be ignored. Since former athletes are in a vulnerable place to feel heightened depression and anxiety from the transition, exercise might be a helpful addition to their routine. Daniel Gold wrote in his textbook, Many researchers, clinicians, and laypeople have observed that physical activity enhances feelings of well-being, in particular by reducing anxiety and depression. In addition, 
In the last five to 10 years, reviews of the literature have concluded that exercises related to decreases in anxiety and depression, as well as increases in feelings of general well-being. Exercise is something that athletes are used to using as their outlet to let out these emotions. It's their stress relief, and it brings structure and routine. Not only are they experiencing triggers for anxiety and depression, but now they might be removing the activity that originally helped them decrease those emotions. It's important to create a healthy relationship with rest as soon as possible in this transition to create a healthy routine that enhances a former athlete's new life. Step 1. S. Slow down. As athletes, the S we're used to is sacrifice. The S we need to learn is slow down. To find a healthy balance between rest and exercise, you need to slow down. If you continue at the rate you were going before, it will likely lead to burnout or even injury. On the other hand, if you become inactive in your new off-season lifestyle, it can become unhealthy on the other end of the spectrum. By slowing down, you can be more intentional in incorporating rest into your routine an appropriate amount. Rest is a necessary part of the process. Rejuvenation requires rest. Rest is enjoyable, not something to stress about. It takes time to be able to see how staying active can fit into your new lifestyle or sometimes even what your new lifestyle will be. So don't force yourself into routine just because you think it's what needs to happen. In this new period of life, athletics and working out must come with much more balance than before. Chances are, as an athlete, you already have some ideas in your head of what rest means. Sometimes athletes can feel guilty for resting because it's not something that they've had the ability to do consistently. Some athletes view it as a waste of time and others view it as a reward for all their hard work. No matter your thoughts on rest as an athlete, you need to have a good relationship with adding it now to feel good about having a balanced routine. Balance prevents burnout. If you're unaware how to look at rest, consider this a helpful reminder. Exercise and rest are needed for different reasons. Exercise is known to improve your health, self-esteem, and support healthy sleep in addition to many other benefits. Rest aids in muscle recovery, reduces the risk of injury, and prevents fatigue. Both are equally important and will complement each other in giving you enough energy and strength to show up confidently in your daily activities. There's no right or wrong amount of rest to give your body. Just be aware of how you're feeling and you'll be able to tell when you've been favoring one too much over the other. There are multiple steps for developing a healthy balance in your life after a period of rest. Now that you know the importance of slowing down and adding rest, you can build from there. The first place to start is something often overlooked since athletes can be used to eating anything they want. Nutrition. And with that, that brings us into chapter two, which you will have to continue reading on your own. But as I mentioned, this was just step one of the nine steps to getting off the sidelines of life, helping you to recreate a healthy relationship with your body, with food, and with exercise, how to create routines and habits again when you feel like you're just starting from scratch. All of this, I have lived myself. I was a former Division I athlete graduated and went through the transition a few years ago and now help other former athletes like you. So be sure to get yourself a copy of this book, Elite to Everyday Athlete. Link is right down below. I know that this will help you tremendously because this is the resource that I wish I had when I was going through it. 
And if you found this episode helpful, please share it with a former teammate, share it with a friend, share it with your family, and also maybe get them a copy of the book. You know, we're all going through this together. So I hope that this helped. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day. And with that, I will see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.